Hello, and welcome back to Growing Your Relationships. If you're joining us for the first time, this podcast looks at relationship challenges in the key areas of your life, including dating and marriage, friendships, and self and spiritual. I'm your host, Michelle Costelli, author, speaker, and relationship coach. And today we're going to be looking at how to handle ghosting in a relationship. Ghosting is that sudden, abrupt ending of all contact in a relationship. The term was originally used for dating relationships, but it has extended to friendships in recent years. Chances are you've already experienced ghosting in one form or another. If you have, you'll know that it's very painful because there's no ability to have closure for the relationship. Usually goes something like this. You start dating the person for a while, things seem to be going okay, and then suddenly all contact is stopped. Contact in social media, contact by phone, contact in person, and that's where the person in turn becomes a ghost. Two studies done in 2019 revealed that ghosting is becoming a more common way for people to end a relationship. A survey done by YouGov in 2019 of over 1,700 U.S. adults found that over 30% had ghosted a romantic partner or friend in their life. And another study done by Credit Loan in May of 2019 found that women were actually the ones more likely than men to ghost. If you took a look at your own relationship history, have you ever ghosted someone? Have you ever just abruptly ended a relationship without any warning and without any discussion? If you have, why did you choose ghosting as your way to end the relationship? And how did you feel after you did it? Did you consider the feelings of the other person when you just chose ghosting as your way to end the relationship? So why is it that people choose ghosting as a way to end a relationship? Well, there are many reasons. First of which, it's easier for many people to do than ending a relationship in person or by phone or even by text. They don't have to see the reactions from the other person, the sadness, the hurt, or to hear their feelings of rejection. Because they never hear your feelings of pain and rejection, it becomes that much easier for them to do it again in another relationship. But people who engage in ghosting as a common way to end their relationships usually have a history of poor direct communication with other people in general. They have a kind of passive-aggressive style about them. Or, in many cases, they don't know how or they don't want to discuss their feelings in the relationship and that the relationship is not working for them. The more easier it becomes for them to ghost other people as a way to end their relationships, there can't be growth because there's no practice of healthy communication when issues or challenges arise in a relationship. There's just the sudden cutoff. They may also have started dating somebody else, and they may be afraid of a volatile reaction if they met with you in person. None of these reasons why people ghost justify the use of using it. It causes extreme pain for others. The one exception is that if the person is dealing with someone who is abusive and they fear their safety, ghosting may be the only way that they are able to end the relationship without the fear of continued abuse. So let's take a look at a common ghosting situation. A couple just met online and have been dating for a month. Things seem to be going well, and then suddenly one experiences the sudden cutoff of all contact. How do you handle the ghosting? 
The first step into handling ghosting is to clarify what happened. Did they really ghost you? Because there is a difference between ghosting and denial. When you look back on the relationship, did they tell you that they felt that there was something wrong with the relationship? Did they tell you that they wanted to leave the relationship and you would not listen or accept that they were feeling this way? In other words, they were giving you closure and you were not accepting it. So they were put in a situation where they had to end the contact. If after taking a look at the relationship, you found that there was no warning at all and you were ghosted, the next step is to identify how this ghosting is affecting you. You need to be aware of how this has caused lingering feelings of either rejection or abandonment, how it may have caused a change in your mood, including feeling angry most of the time or sad. You need to be aware of how this has affected you so that you don't dump your feelings onto your other relationships. You also want to be careful that you're not suddenly isolating yourself or stopping to care for your wellness. If you find yourself ruminating over and over again, trying to replay how the relationship ended and what might have caused it. If you're engaging in any kind of self-blame, you need to turn to outside help from friends, family, or consider professional help from a coach or therapist. If you're having trouble with dealing with that sense of rejection and abandonment, go to my website, michellemcastelli.com and book a pre-discovery call to help you work through some of those issues. Once you have identified that you've been ghosted and you've paid attention to how it has affected you, you need a plan for your own closure. Since the person who ghosted you did not give you the opportunity to have a two-way discussion to close the relationship, and they have already moved into a one-sided way, which is that they're going to drop communication, it's equally important that you have your own way to close so that you gain a sense of control and an ability to move on with your life. What you really want to know is what happened in the relationship so that you can grow, not to try to hurt them out of revenge. So what you need to do is send what I call the kind one-and-done approach for closure. You're going to send them one communication to let them know how the ghosting has affected you and that you would like to learn why they chose to end the relationship so that you can grow. Be aware that most likely you will not get an answer after you send this. They have already taken action to end the relationship when they stop communication with you. This is more for you to express your feelings about the ghosting and to also let them know that you cared about the relationship. You may be thinking, well, maybe I need to send several messages because maybe they didn't get my initial message. So I'll try again. The difficulty is that you will continue to want to try again and bombard the person with messages when they've already stopped communication. The biggest mistake is to try to push or force contact when they have already shown you that they aren't good at dealing with issues. It only reinforces for them that they made a good decision to stop the relationship because they didn't want to deal with your anger or your need to push for the relationship to continue. If they don't respond to your one communication of closure and a week has passed, you need to come to terms with letting them go. It can be very hard when you want answers, and so you want to find closure. But with ghosting, you most likely will not get answers. So your focus has got to be on you, your growth, and your movement forward. 
As you work through your feelings of pain and rejection, recall that they have actually given you valuable information about how they communicate and how they handle issues. They've just shown you how they poorly communicate and you don't want to be in a relationship where communication is poor and where feelings are never addressed. Finally, it's important in your next dating relationships that you establish early on in the dating that you're going to let each other know when the relationship is not working for you. Make an agreement that neither of you will just drop the relationship without closure. If they were to ghost you, even after making an early agreement, then you'll have even more information to know that that relationship is not right for you because the person is not not only not using good communication skills, they're also not respecting personal boundaries or a sense of trust. I hope you'll take the time this week to look at your own relationship history, to see the times when maybe you were ghosted by someone or perhaps you ghosted someone else. Make a decision to discuss ghosting early on in your next relationships so that you can choose a healthier way to deal with problems and issues in a relationship. I thank you for joining me today. If you have any questions further about the topic we just discussed, go to my email, michelle at growingyourrelationships.com, and I'll be happy to talk to you personally. Have a great day. 